So a while ago, I did an episode like this where I had three ideas and I just fleshed, I just talked about them on the podcast. Neither of those ideas were fully fleshed out to make a full on podcast, but I decided to combine all three of them into one podcast. And it seemed like everybody really liked that episode. So we're going to be doing that exact thing again this week. I have three ideas. One is my new life goal, how to pay off debt and the most beautiful time of the year. So one is more inspirational, one is tactical, and the last idea is just, I'm enjoying what I'm enjoying in the moment. So anyway, before we get into any of that, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Kalechi, back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are taking care of yourselves. I hope y'all are doing all the things you know you ought to do during these times. My friends, hope you're staying warm in this cold, cold. Well, that's if you live in a in a place that has winters and all these things that are cold. And I don't like the cold. But anyway, anyway, let's get right into it. Idea number one, my life goal. So recently I've been listening to the book of Ecclesiastes. If you don't know what that is, that's a book that's in the Bible. And One of the chapters just jumped out of the page or actually one of the verses, chapters and verses really just stood out to me as I was listening to it. I listened to it a few times just because it was so pertinent and it just was like, wow, this is a beautiful, beautiful, just beautiful concept. And like it basically defined what I believe to be a good life, a life well lived. And it was in Ecclesiastes chapter five, verse 18 to 20. And it says, This is what I have observed to be good, that it is appropriate for a person to eat, to drink, and to find satisfaction in their toilsome labor under the sun during the few days of life God has given them, for this is their lot. Moreover, when God gives someone wealth and possessions and the ability to enjoy them, to accept their lot and be happy in their toil, this is a gift of God. They seldom reflect on the days of their life because God keeps them occupied with gladness of heart. And I love that last part. God keeps them occupied with gladness of heart. And to me, the definition of a good life based off of this verse can be broken into three things. Find pleasure in the work that I do and work hard at that thing. Enjoy the fruits of my labor from that work and spend as much time as possible eating, drinking, celebrating with those that I love. And the last part of it that was so good is that last sentence. The last sentence was, they seldom reflect on the days of their life because God keeps them occupied with gladness of heart. And that last time is spending no time worrying about what happened yesterday or worrying about what tomorrow might bring. You're just enjoying the fullness of today. You're enjoying the fullness of today, the moment, the times that we have right now. And reading this and listening to it, I was just like, this is literally the ultimate goal of life. This is literally the best thing. The happiest people on the face of the hurt are not those who are the richest because we can look at Elon Musk and he does not look like somebody who is happy. He does not look like somebody who is satisfied in all that he has done. He does not look like somebody that I want to emulate even a little bit. 
But then you can look at other people who have a little bit, who have enough to be satisfied and be happy and to enjoy. And so they don't worry about yesterday. They don't worry about tomorrow. And this is the ultimate goal for me. For some people, and we need people like Elon Musk. We need those who want to push the boundaries and keep going, who are never satisfied. Congratulations to those people. I do not want to be one of them people. We need those people because they, their inventions make my life better. Like Elon Musk with Tesla, with SpaceX, with all of these things. Or we think of Thomas Edison with the light bulb and all the other things that he invented. Or all of these people that push the boundaries. All of these people who are not comfortable with just doing well enough. All of these people are very important and they play a significant role to pushing history forward. And I, I am so grateful for them and everything that they put towards the human civilization for us to be able to go forward. But I don't want to be them. I want to be like the person in this thing that God keeps occupied with gladness of heart. That's where I want to be. That's the place I want to be. That's the seat that I want to be. And notice that gladness of heart also comes with me enjoying what I do. Enjoying the labor that I do every single day. So I love that verse. If you if you just go pick up Ecclesi- uh, pick up a Bible or just download the Bible app, open up Ecclesiastes and just listen to it. Now, it's a very depressing. I'm not like if you read Ecclesiastes, it's very depressing because a lot of it is he's just saying like life is meaningless. But yet there are these things that just make life so beautiful, so bountiful, so enjoyable. And I love it so much. All right. Idea number two. How to get out of credit card debt. So in a recent newsletter, if you don't know, I write a newsletter called Market Updates. Every Monday, I release a newsletter just updating about the market news. And then on Wednesdays, this this actual podcast is also a written format that I release every Wednesday. So in the newsletter one week, I think two or three weeks ago, I highlighted the fact that the U.S. has crossed over $1 trillion in credit card debt. And that amount continues to increase. As a matter of fact, I was reading uh, reading the news, I think it was last week, some point, and now the debt is closer to $1.08 trillion. That is over $80 billion extra dollars that we've added to the the credit card debt. And that's in the matter of like, I think a quarter that we've increased our debt range by that much. And the main reason for that is interest rates right now are greater than 20% of credit card debts. Also, recently I was reading something else where Bankrate found that one in three people have revolving credit card debt. One in three people. That means if you're in a room of people, there are three, there, there's just three of y'all in a room. One of y'all have revolving credit card debt. That's 33% of the United States people have revolving credit card debt. All of this is horrible, super bad news for individuals' personal finances. So rather than me just complaining about it and lamenting of like, oh my God, how dare people spend all this money? No, 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 no. I put together a quick five-step process of how I was able to go about paying off my debt. And I paid off about $10,000 in a matter of six months because I was very focused on it. Now, your mileage may vary and that doesn't matter too much. The things that make your mileage vary is two things. One, your income. How much are you making right now? And then two, your intensity. How how fast do you want to get out of this debt? How quickly do you believe that you want to get out of this debt? So your mileage may vary on how fast you can do it. But I guarantee you, if you use these steps, these steps that I'm about to highlight, you can definitely get yourself out of debt as quickly as you want to get out of debt. If you want to read the version of this, or if you want to save a version to read and see through, 
like I said earlier, this podcast is also a news is also a written format, and you can just go down in the in the show notes or in the description below, click and search, or just go search for Kalechi Waba Substack or the Rambling Mind Substack, and you'll find me. Or you can just go to the link below or go to kalechiwaba.substack.com and you'll be able to find it. All right. So let's begin talking about how exactly you can go through and pay off your debts as quickly as you want to pay off your debt. But before you even think about trying to pay off your debt, I talk about this a lot because it's important for you to know where you currently are and for you to protect yourself from other downsides. What do I mean by that? I mean, do you have a budget and are you currently tracking your expenses? It's extremely important for you to know how much am I making? How much am I spending? Once you have an understanding of these two things, then we can start formulating a plan for your money. Then we can start putting in place everything else that we're trying to talk about when it comes to your credit card. So make sure that you take some time to track your expenses and make some kind of budget. Which, by the way, into it, I really hate y'all right now because you're doing away with Mint and I need Mint because that's my favorite budgeting app. And now I'm having to scramble to find another one that I can use. It's so painful. It's so annoying. But anyway, so that's the first thing you need to do is track your expenses and make a budget. And then the second thing you need to do is to save an emergency fund. Save an emergency fund. I advise everyone to start off with anywhere from fifteen dollars to $2,000 or just start with the highest amount, depending on if you have a family, you might want to start with the highest insurance deductible that you have. But at the end of the day, it's down to your risk level, whichever one you think will be faster or whichever one you think will be safer. So I always went with the faster option, which was, I'm just going to have a thousand dollars in my, in my savings account so I can pay off my debt. That's what I did. You may choose to do things a little bit differently for your purposes, but you just want to have at least some money. $1,500 would be a good amount of money that you put to the side that in case anything else comes up, you're not having to use your credit card to solve that emergency, all right? Okay, now let's go into the steps of how you actually pay off your credit card debt. The first step in order to pay off your credit card debt is to stop using the credit card. Please stop using the credit card. It is very important that everyone hear me when I say this. The reason you want to stop using the credit card is you don't want to make the issue worse than it already is. It's like digging a hole and you know like, oh man, I need to stop digging a hole. I need to fill this hole up. But rather than stopping, you decide, you know what, I'm going to just get another hole and just start digging that one up instead. It doesn't help you. Stop using the credit card. I know a lot of us are thinking like, oh, but I can get all kinds of rewards and I can get all kinds of points. Guess what? If you're earning one cent for every dollar that you spend, but then you're having to pay back 20 cents, you're not making any money. You're still losing 19 cents on that because that's what's going on right now. There's a 20% interest rate on most credit cards, which means for every dollar that you spend, there's a 20% interest rate that's being added on top of it. So the one to 2% that you may be getting back on your credit card, or if you have a really good one, you get 3% back. Oh my God. That doesn't match up to the 20% that you're paying back in, in, in paying to this company's at interest. So stop using the credit cards, remove them from your Apple pay, remove them from Google pay, remove them from PayPal, remove them from Amazon, remove them from any of the shopping sites that you go to. So you make it difficult for yourself, remove it from your wallet. Leave it at home. Don't use your credit card. This is 
probably the most important thing for most people who are trying to pay off debt that can't is because we keep on putting ourselves in a deeper hole. We bring that credit card out. We get into a situation where we don't have enough money to be able to do something. And we're like, well, I'll just use the credit card real quick. No, do not do this. Don't make this situation worse than it needs to be right now. Okay. Stop using the credit card. Number two, you need to find out the following information about all the credit cards that you own and you have debts on. One, the balance on the credit card. Two, the interest rates on those cards. And three, the minimum balance monthly payment or the minimum monthly payment that you need to make on each card. I need you to get all this information, write it down somewhere. Maybe you go on Excel and you put all this stuff out. You write it down. You say, my Discover card has a balance of $500. The minimum payment is $20 or $25 and the interest rate is 30%. You say, my American Express card has a balance of $1,500. The minimum payment is 60 bucks and the interest on that one is 25%. Write it all down. Write all this information down. It's very important that we get to know exactly what it is that we are about to come up against. It's like Sun Tzu says, he who knows his enemy will defeat him at all times. Okay. And then step number three is decide the style of payoff that you want to do. And there are two main styles of debt payoff that you can do. You have the snowball method and you have the avalanche method. The snowball method, you pay off your smallest debt first, and then you work your way down to your higher and higher debts. So for example, if you have three credit cards, one is has a balance of $500, the next one has a balance of $1,500, and the last one has a balance of $2,000. You will focus on paying off that $500 card first, then you will work on the next one, which will be the $1,500, then you will work on the last one, which is the $2,000. The main thing here is you focus your extra money, all the extra money you have, you put it towards the lowest balance first, and you make the minimum payment on the other two cards, Okay. You make your minimum payments on the other two cards while you throw most of the left of the money that you want to be used towards your debt, you throw it towards that lowest balance first. On the avalanche method, you focus on the interest rate. So you focus on the highest interest rate account uh, card first. So for example, if you have a Discover card that has a balance of $500, but it has an interest rate of like 15%, but then you have an American Express card that has a balance of $2,000 and has an interest of 25%, you will pay off the American Express card first. You will focus on every extra dollar you have, throwing it at the American Express card, and then you make the minimum payment on that Discover card. And then when you finish that, then you focus on that discover card to pay the rest of it off. These are the two main ways that you can choose to do it. The avalanche method works very well if you're mathematically inclined and you're like, yo, I don't want to be earning any more interest on my balance. Cool, go for that method. The snowball method is beautiful for psychology because we know when we have a little bit of victory, it pushes us to the next step and the next step and the next step. This is the option that I chose when I was paying off my credit card debt. And then after you've chosen whichever option that you want to go with, there is no right or wrong answer here. You go to the next step, which is step four, which takes us to something that we should have done before we started doing all of this stuff, which is we go back to your budget. Now we start looking at your budget to determine two things. What are my needs? In other words, what are the bills that I can't do nothing about? What are the things that I have to absolutely pay for? For example, your bills for your house or your bills for living, the food, in other words, grocery shopping, transportation, internet, those kind of things that you cannot do without, 
We say those things are your needs. And we separate that from all your wants. So that's things like, I want to travel. I want to go shopping. I want to go eating out. I want to go to fill in the blank party or whatever. That is wants. Those are things that if I didn't have them, I can do without. For example, streaming. You can do without Netflix. You can do without Spotify. You can do without fill in the blank subscription service that we signed up for that really will be okay without. Okay. So your needs and your wants, you got to separate them. The reason why we separate them is because when we know what we absolutely have to pay for, then we know like, oh, all my excess dollars, I can determine how I want to do this. Remember earlier, I said you can pay your debt off as fast as you want. This is where that intensity level comes in. Depending on how intense you want to be, if you really want to get rid of this debt as quickly as possible, you could probably take most of that money and throw it at the debt. I don't advise most people to go down this route because not most people do not have the mental fortitude to not be able to still enjoy a few things in life. So yes, it might take you a little bit longer, but I advise most people who don't have the ability to say, I'm absolutely doing nothing, I advise you to at least have a little bit of money set aside for you to be able to enjoy some things. Or another way to do it is you can save some money as you're going through the process, you can save some money for things that once you accomplish goals, you can celebrate along the journey. How you choose to do this is how you choose to do this. Next step is number five, which is you can go search on Google for a debt payoff calculator. I like one from Credit Karma, Credit Karma, and just see how long it will take for you to pay off your debt at variable uh, payoff percentages or at variable amounts that you put towards the debt. And you can see how fast when you actually put money towards it, when you actually are actively focused on paying off your debt, just how quickly it can go by. So I would advise you do that. Take a look at it. And then that way you can start making a very concerted plan. Here's the thing. And that's the five steps that I did. Here's the thing. When you're doing this, it's going to get hard. It's going to get tough. But there's one thing that I want you to imagine in your mind. I want you to imagine the day that you pay off all your debts. And then now you get to determine how you want to spend your money. You no longer have an obligation to discover. You no longer have an obligation to American Express. You no longer have an obligation to Chase. You no longer have an obligation to Wells Fargo. You have an obligation to nobody. You get to determine exactly how you want to spend your money. How freeing will that be? How amazing will that be? So as you're going through this process, it's going to get hard because you're going to have to say no a lot. You're going to have to turn down things that you used to not turn down because you are focusing on a new future that will allow you to have freedom. So focus on that. Let that picture run in your head. Have vivid imagery of all the things that you will start to use your money on once you've paid off your debt. Whether it's, oh man, I'm going to invest. I'm going to save for that trip that I've always wanted to do. I'm going to be going to these restaurants every single month. I'm going to, like whatever it is, have a vivid imagery that powers you and propels you towards your goal. For some people, it's like, I want to break this debt cycle in my lineage. I don't want this to continue. So let that thing fuel you and energize you to reach the end goal. And then finally, idea number three was just me walking around, being outside and just seeing the beauty of fall. I love fall season. The colors of the tree, man, it just looks so beautiful outside. 
Like literally the colors of fall are so undefeated. It just makes me give glory to God for just how beautiful, beautiful it is. And also I took a picture of this sunrise that was just amazing. So I just want to share that with y'all because it was just beautiful. It was too beautiful not to share. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. And if you did, share this podcast with one person that you love, one person that you hate, one person you're just kind of like, eh, about. And by that time, you just shared it with every single person that you know. But it's been your boy, Kalechi. I'm going to catch y'all up on the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. And if you don't mind, please re- leave a review on the podcast. It will really make my day. And when I see those reviews, I will share it on the podcast. But I'm going to catch y'all up on the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And I'm out. Peace.